0: All right, we are live. We are live here. I got my my new good friend here, Mike Mike Soracco. Here, he's gonna crush it today. Uh, he's gonna bring it today, and I, I I think he's gonna help us. He says turn turns setbacks into rocket fuel. Is that right, Mike?
1: That's right, B. Hey, thanks for having <laughs> me, man. One hundred percent. And it's not just fuel. I, you noticed you said rocket fuel.
0: Rocket. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. We're about
0: to turn up today. In this special episode, well, you know what? We shall see. We shall see if he can do this today. I am hoping and trusting that he will in this episode of The Authority Project.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage, your host, Brian S. Arnold.
0: All right, and we are back here in the episode of The Authority Project. You are the project, and we want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we have Mike Sirocco here. He's going to help us turn setbacks, he says, into rocket fuel, not just fuel, but Rocket field. All right. So we got we got um we got time is limited. So we got came in a little early, ready to go. Um before we get started though, tell us who you are, Mike, personally and then professionally.
1: So first of all, my name is Mike Shirocco. My friends call me C Rock. So all of you guys can call me C Rock. Oh, yeah. And you know, <laughs> I, I I'm a father of two awesome kids, husband, 17 and a half years, and uh just an animal, a- absolutely animal, um, for helping people and helping build people. And I have a a company that I run, it's called Nations Lending in the Mid-Atlantic. We have 40 employees, home loans and Southeastern Florida, Miami. And also I have a company called People Building, which I'm the CEO and founder of, which focuses on building people, helping businesses build their people to get firmer foundation in their culture and also increase revenue. Great. So what, what project are you currently working on right now? Uh, which one? <laughs> That's the uh, I, I, I try to pack my schedule as yeah. like jam packed as possible. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm really uh, excited to see how far I can take things. Wow. And so I have a book right now I'm working on releasing soon, hopefully February pre-sale starting right now. Uh, it's yeah. called Rocket Fuel, which we'll get into more. Um, growing and scaling the mortgage businesses is, is something that my partners and I are working on and this, this the CEO part of uh, you know being a people building being a CEO of people building we just started that this year too and we're looking oh. to launch and scale that as well so
0: okay
1: a lot of things on the fire man
0: sounds great sounds great real quick real quick one of my one of my newest questions probably something that, that you heard before but what does your daily routine look like
1: so daily routine getting up early uh try to I try to get up before 6 um, and then first thing I do, it sounds kind of corny, but the way I talk about this, but I, I mean, gratitude is very important to me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'll wiggle my toes, wiggle my fingers oh, okay. and, and just be okay. thankful that I have hands and feet. And I take a breath. I go through a list, man, in my head every single day, because what it does for me, Brian, is it gets rid of all the things that I have to complain about, if anything. Mm-hmm. And and it's a magical magic trick that I use. And it, and it basically putting the energy out in the universe, telling them I love what I have and I want more of it. So that's the start. And then from there, I write my goals down every single day to get clear on what my objectives are, what I'm doing and why I'm going through what I go through and drink a lot of water. When I first wake up, I feel like that's <laughs> been a huge thing. And then I hit the gym.
0: Okay. Okay. So I, I got a question on that later. You
1: probably
0: never heard this question before, but I'm going to drop it on you later. Right. Um, what does your story, where does your story begin? Tell, tell us tell us what brought you to the place you are now. Is there what's the root of, of all this?
1: Well, I'm a people builder at heart, and I've been around a lot of broken people growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've been broken in my past, and you know, I came from a broken home. I don't remember my parents ever together, mm-hmm. and you know, that is something I thought was ordinary growing up. Dealing with every other weekend, child support, custody battles, conflict with parents and step parents, mm-hmm. uh, half sisters, half brothers, like think mm-hmm. just. In yeah. disarray, right? Yeah. Chaos sometimes, and I thought that was ordinary. But it, from a period of, that, like, I lived with my dad from about eight to eleven years old, I uh, went through a lot of mental and psychological abuse during that time, and a lot of stuff was taken out on me. Like a guy has a rough day at work, and he come home, comes home and kicks the dog, you know. Yeah. And and uh, mm. and as a kid, I didn't really understand what was going on there, but I did know that I wasn't wrong in. Um, you know, trying to fight against that and think that, that wasn't okay, yeah, and so I told my mom at one point I needed to get out of that environment. She filed court papers. I it was like like a ticking time bomb. I was waiting for them to be delivered while living in my dad's house,, <laughs> yeah. and I came home from school one day, and I saw that my dad had a legal envelope in his hand, and I'm like, "Oh boy, here we go." <laughs> he told me to go to my room, and I sat there for about five minutes, probably, but it felt like five hours, yeah, waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my dad, Brian, was my hero, and he he used, has a masonry company, brick laying, block laying, pouring concrete, hard worker, big forearms, rough hands. I always mm-hmm. looked up to him for that, man. Yeah. And yeah. he had a wad of $100 bills in his pocket all the time with a rubber <laughs> band around it. And he used to flash it and make yeah. sure I knew that money was important. And I looked up to him. It was, he was my hero. So yeah. he came back and said, Hey, man, it says you want to move back with your mom. Is that true? And, you know, I tell this story a lot, but, you know, the thing I never think about too, like what was going through his head at the time and, you know, did, is he taking it personal and all that, you know, and by the way, I'm not telling this story to bash my dad. Yeah. This is my story. And I'm telling this because I want to help people and I want people to know where I come from. Right. And so I said, yeah, the decision's been made. I don't really have anything to talk about. I'm 11 years old. Keep in mind. My mom right. told me that if you believe in something in life, you need to stick to your guns. Cause mm. if you don't stick to your guns, when you make a decision to believe in something, there's going to be people that are going to try to talk you out of it. Or if you're advancing and having success, they're going to try to pull you back to justify their position. Oh Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I always remember that. So I'm like, nope, I'm sticking to my guns. Nope, that's the decision. <laughs> and he said, okay. Well, you know, your parents don't, your, your mom doesn't have it that well with your stepdad. They don't have it. They don't have money like we do here. You're not going to have the same thing. So I said, nope, that's it. Yeah. So he said, all right. So he takes the wad of $100 bills out, peels one off, crumples it up, and throws it at me and says, here, you're going to need this then when you're living on the streets with your mother one day. Mm. And, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't play no victim role and I don't tell that yeah. story to, to get anybody to feel bad for me because what yeah. I did was at that moment, My hero basically giving up on me is I said, you know what? I'm stubborn. First of all, to a fault, that's a strength and a liability. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said this isn't happening. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to need that money. First of all, and I'll show you kind of attitude, right? I'll show you. And second thing I thought to myself was I was this was an ordinary situation. I thought I was nothing. You know, the same as everybody else. And so I thought to myself, there's got to be somebody else out here that is been given up on, and they're going to need help and they're going to need to see the way. So Mm -hmm. let me figure, I didn't know how besides being a role model. So I try to do the best at everything, sports, school, my jobs. I always thought to myself, my dad's watching, his eyes are on me Mm -hmm. and I got to show him, I got to prove him. And then Mm -hmm. I knew other people were watching as well. So that helped light a fire in me. And for 30 some years, I was riding off of that subconsciously in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And two years ago, I became aware of it and acknowledged it and wanted to bottle it to get it out to millions and hundreds of millions of people. Wow! So yeah. that's a little background of where I came from and what mission I'm on right now. Yeah. Quick question on that. Do you, do
0: you, know, I'm not sure if this is a bad word, but, but do you feel redemption on that? Or is it something else that, do, do you feel like you, you, you want redemption, but maybe not, it's a different feeling
1: now? No, I don't think it's necessarily redemption. It's the fact that I, 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 I want to use it as fuel because I want to win. I want to succeed. Yeah. I want to help people. Yeah. And I'm going to like grab any ethically, grab any fuel that I, sources that I can. And so Love that's it. the message of rocket fuels to, you know, well, which I can get into later on is, is the turn setbacks into rocket fuel. Let's do it right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so rocket fuel. Okay. I say rocket fuel because fuel, just regular fuel is not good enough to get you into space. Okay. And when I, this symbolism here is that when you're in space, you're away from that gravitational pull. Gravitational pull is all the things that pull you back away from your dreams and goals. So if you can imagine those things just pulling you back down, grounding you, which I don't want to ever want to be grounded. My wife said the other day, she's like, I, I, I try to ground it. I'm like, no, that ain't happening. <laughs> she's supportive. She's supportive, but I, I ain't being grounded. So uh, if you think of that, and the ideal life is a life where you get to choose to pick the problems that you want to deal with not having problems thrown at you, chaos. And that's what a lot of us live in. So rocket fuel gets you away from all that. So if you want to accomplish something in life and have goals and dreams, the things that stop you are not the encouraging people. It's not the things that you have wins with and successes. And when you feel good, that stops you. It's the negative. People that talk trash, all this letdowns and setbacks and negative mindsets and limiting beliefs. So if that's the only things that are stopping you, if there's a way not to just eliminate them but convert them into rocket fuel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then you're unstoppable and indestructible, and that's what our aim is. I want to teach people that you don't need to be stopped and limited because all you got to do is take the things that they're doing that and convert them. And so that's the message that I'm trying to get out to people. That's what's in my book, Rocket Fuel, and uh, that's what I'm going to teach to people. Awesome. Can you? Are you
0: allowed to maybe like give us like one of those examples of how? Or no. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, so I, I'm the guy of keeping things simple. All okay. right. So the first thing yeah. is to grasp this concept and believe it Yeah. because if you can't grasp this concept and believe it and understand that you, where you want to go, you're not going to do it and you're going to let these things beat you down. So I'm, I'm a big believer. I'll give you a little tip here. One okay. thing. Sure. Most people you'll hear will say, I need to see it to believe it. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you say that, what are you going to be limited by?
0: seeing something yeah what
1: no, what, what your oh. beliefs are
0: Oh yeah yeah exactly right? yeah because yeah.
1: if you believe in something and you have I believe it it can only go this far then that's what you're going to see yeah cuz you believe you don't believe that that's you can true. see further than that right so the, that's the problem and that's what most people do that's the limiting factor so what we look at and I've been taught by my mentors is that you need to believe first then you'll see it oh yeah <laughs> so so my mentors, I have some great mentors um, and I'm just so thankful to have them. And that's a that's the thing that I've been riding off of all my life. It's like, look, I've been believing things that I haven't seen yet. Right. And that's what's allowed me to advance. And now I got to share this with people. And I became aware. See, a mentor doesn't always teach you something new. Right. A lot of times a mentor will show you what you've been having success with and the reasons you've been having success so that you could pour gasoline on it. Right. And so that's what's happened to me.
0: Right. So so, so I'm glad you you. You um, got into that about mentors. What are your thoughts about success by association? Do you feel like it's necessary to align yourself with people who are more successful than you?
1: Yeah, because here's the thing. Though, I just talked about beliefs, right? Yeah. Our beliefs are formulated from when we grew up, from the people that we were around that had the most impact, like, impact on us, family, close friends. Yeah. Our experiences – And then the people that you continue to be around as you go on in your life, right? So if that's the case, then is it possible to have success by association and setbacks, letdowns, negativity by association, Mm. right? True, true. It's all about programming your beliefs or reprogramming your beliefs. And if I'm around someone that's thinking bigger and sees no limitations and is accomplishing things, and I'm sitting here observing it, my belief system changes, which allows me to see things that I can go after and more opportunities. And this is, this is so powerful. And I like, so I get this awareness from mentors of being around people that are successful. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us about
0: your tagline. What are you made of? Where did that come from? Do you believe that people don't realize what they're made of? Is that where it came from? Or just give us, just, just give us where it came from. Go ahead. Well,
1: you know, I think a lot of people don't take the time to think about the things that they've been through and mm-hmm. they look back in resentment more than anything or victimhood in more than anything, rather than looking back only for fuel. Okay. See, I'm a big guy. I've taken things that have happened to me and using it and put it in store in my tank, not my trunk. Because mm-hmm. when you store it in your trunk, it weighs you down. So what I did when I was younger is I always talked to myself
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: think we, all do. I, think I we believe, all do. I believe in positive self-talk. I believe in talking myself up. Okay. And you know, one of the things I've always said to myself is, come on, man, look what you've been through. When things get tough, man, what are you made of? Like, what are you made of, man? You're built for this. You got this. Look at the stuff. You, you've been through all this stuff to get to this point. Yeah. This is your time to shine. Yeah. So I always do these things. So I started sharing my story after watching my friend Pete Vargas share his story on the 10X GrowthCon stage. Okay. and about his father. And I said to myself, wait a minute. It, first of all, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm like, yeah. that's a powerful story. It's it's ordinary, but it's powerful. I yeah. said, wait a minute. I got a story like that. Yeah. Hold on a second here. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, nobody wants to, there's a few reasons people don't share their story. And I had these same things, false beliefs. Nobody cares. It's ordinary. Um, I'm embarrassed by it because a lot of times when you're around broken people and you have people, you have crazy uncles or your mom embarrassed, it's embarrassing, you know? Uh, And then also the most important one is people underestimate the power that their story has to inspire millions of people. So once I got past all that and saw that and I started sharing my story, Brian, it was like a light went off Mm. and uh, people are starting to be inspired by my simple, ordinary story. Really? And when I had that knowledge, then I'm like, okay, wait a minute, put gasoline Mm. on it. So then I started sharing my story and I said, well, if I do a podcast, I can share my story with people. And then people were starting reaching out to me. Hey man, can I share my story? I want to share my story on your, on your stage. Can I please? I, I I I want to share what I'm made of. Yeah. So that's the thing that, that, that got it started. And then it just took took off like wildfire. But what are you made of? I, I don't think people audit enough of what they're made of and what they've been through and use that stuff as fuel for their future.
0: I love it. I love that, man. <laughs> Great stuff so far, man. Great stuff. Um, what is your theory about fear? Because it's always there. Um, people get afraid. People get anxious about, you know, what might happen instead of what can actually happen. So how have you addressed this, maybe in your own own experience or people you've coached
1: in the past? So first of all, it's diagnosing. What are you really afraid of? What are you really fearing? And also, what's the worst case scenario? Yeah, Let's take it right to rock bottom. Let's go like right to zero. Yeah. Like, What's the worst thing that can happen? You die. Oh, okay, yeah. you die. And guess what? When you die, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Right. So, all right, so if we, don't, if we don't die, then the next step is, okay, then we're in a situation where we're maybe broke, right, or our health isn't as good as it needs to be or whatever the case is. But I like to take it to the worst case scenario and say, okay, listen, look what you've been through in your past. But at the end of the day, fear is something that you need to realize when it's happening immediately and set a trigger in your mind and then say, nope, not today, not today, not today, not happening. And that right there helps me. The other thing is you hear people being fe- uh, fear of failure, right? Yeah. And then uh, you've also heard fear of success. Hmm. Fear of failure is a falsity. It's a falsehood. It's It's fake. It's not real. Let me tell you why. Yeah. Fear of failure is somebody saying, man, I'm scared to fail, so I'm not going to try when yeah. actuality while they're doing that they're sitting there and they're not trying so they're already failing
0: yeah <laughs> the
1: other thing is fear of failure because it's just it's a it's an oxymoron fear of success may be real and let me tell you why okay fear of success happens because when you're successful you have to give things up mm. the things that you have to give up can be people can be people that you're close to people that you love it could be it could be uh a okay. uh, a, a town that you live in. It could be a car that you drive. Mm-hmm. It could be activities that you're spending money on, but it's causing you not to be successful. So mm-hmm. sacrifice and losing something is what people get really afraid of success for. And when you get to the top or you have success, people talk trash <laughs> and it's also very lonely at the, at the top. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, that fear is real, but you got to want something so bad that you're willing to do those kind of things and give those things up and whatever it is whatever your goal is yeah. that that's where fear will go away when your goal is so big that you're like man this is so big i'm willing to give up that stuff i'm not scared of losing the negative people i'm not scared of losing these things anymore and that's that's just how i handle it and you know i don't think that it's bad to be a little anxious and yeah. excited yeah. <laughs> when you when you set big goals but i don't think fear is something that that you know that that should stop you and get in your way.
0: Do you think that's tied into procrastination as well, or is that a different whole other matter all in itself?
1: Um.
0: Like yeah, said, I mean, I like you said you said about you know about removing all obstacles. Is that part of procrastination? You see this big thing that you just don't think you can 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 conquer, and you wait and you wait and you wait.
1: Yeah. So my thing with this is that I write my goals down so big that it scares you scares me. And then if I told you, you would think I'm nuts. You would, you would think like, dude, come on, man. And I, then I take that and I, I use that as fuel when people, if I tell my goals to people and they laugh or they yeah. not, not that you just laughed at me for a goal, right. but right. say they laugh or chuckle or, or they make a comment. I don't get beat down. I don't like change my mind. I like that pushes me even further. So, okay. but so I write my goals down so that they're so big that it's like crazy. And then from there, I say, okay, what is stopping me from doing this and what will stop me from doing this? And I got to remove it because if I'm committed to achieving that, remove all obstacles, I'm going to where I'm going. Nothing's stopping me. (laughs) And that's what I mean by that.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Great. So
0: peep this scenario. Um, People are just starting out. They're solopreneurs. You know, they're... They they're they're trying to wear all the hats. They well, they have to wear all the hats, right? They don't have a team yet. Um and there's always that struggle of burnout. So how do you deal with the pressure of trying to do it solo with the hopes of maybe gaining enough revenue and so forth to build a team, build a build some, you know, assistance or whatever. Yeah. Um, to get to that to, to that to that to the um that level that everyone wants to be at.
1: So first of all, if you are really truly committed to what you want, you yeah. don't get burned out.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. There's a passion and fire inside of you that, and that's why you got to really find out what it is that you want okay. and be clear on it. Like, you know, I always talk about being in the desert and taking a genie and rubbing that, that lamp and the genie pops out and you yeah. have unlimited wish, like you have three to five wishes, not unlimited wishes, but the wishes yeah. that you have are unlimited. Like you can do whatever you want with them. What is it that you would want? And 95% of people don't know the answer to that question. Mm. So that's the first problem people have. Number two, they don't don't really make it limitless. They put limits on it. And then from there, people don't understand, Brian, that you have to profit. You have to sell. People start worrying about planning their business. They try to strategize. They're trying to be like, I got to have this landing page and, and website set up. I got to do this. I got to do that. But they forget that they got to sell. They got to make phone calls. They got to touch people. They got to send messages. They got to let people know who they are, what they do. Yeah. And so that they get out of obscurity. So people know that. Yeah. And then so people can transact with them. That's the only thing that stops people up front when they're starting a business mm. is they, they're, they're doing the wrong things. Yeah. Yeah. How do, How do we get over that?
0: How do we, how do well,
1: be yeah, very simply understand that you need revenue. You need mm-hmm. revenue in a company to be a company, you <laughs> need revenue to be a business. So, focus all of your attention on getting out of obscurity, prospecting and converting, prospecting and converting. That's the focus of everything that you need to do. Once you have a product, you have to have a product, obviously, or a service. Right. Um and, and you got to focus on that and, and just load the pipeline up. I mentioned that to you before we went on air about yeah. shows. Like I have probably done close to three hundred shows this past year wow. and a wow. hundred of my own shows. And yeah. so we're talking three to four hundred shows total. And I just because I just jam pack a pipeline. Because yeah. I don't wanna be if you canceled on me or if I canceled on you, and then that's a problem for either one of us, our pipeline's not big enough. True. Right. That's, right. So that's what we, and that's how businesses and that's how sales are. If one sale hurts you, you just didn't have a big enough pipeline. Uh, yeah. That's, just, that's awesome. <laughs> and by the way, that's not for me, man. That's, that's, method, that's some stuff I learned from my mentor, Grant Cardone. Yeah. Give him credit. I'm a Cardone licensee too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've known that for years. Again, that's one of the things that he became, made me aware of. Like, I already knew this. I'm acting upon this, but what, like getting really clear and aware of why, Things
0: are yeah. happening. Yeah. Okay. Here's my strange question. You ready? Yeah, man. I haven't, I like, I haven't access to anybody. So here we go. So, you know, C Rock, you look the part. Like you have, you see, you have this thing already, right? You have that it look. Like um, I remember, like I'm part of this thing called the Secret Entourage. And they had this video where all these guys had that look. You know, they're they're fit. They're they they look the part. They they. It like like strong salesmen and so forth, they look like a million bucks. So, when people see you or, or or people in in the limelight, sometimes they might get discouraged, like you know, because they don't look like that. Does so? Here's the question: After all that, <laughs> mm-hmm. do looks play a part in the success? Absolutely.
1: And mm. let me tell you why. First of all, I believe the journey to success is invisible. Mm um, people don't see what I do on a daily basis. I try to make it transparent. I try to share as much as I can on social media because I want that journey to be seen. Yeah. But man, listen, I take care of my skin. Like yeah. I get facials now. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I don't know. I never did that before. Okay. I, I thought facials were just something women did just to get away from the men and, and right. whatever. Right. But I like, look, look you go into the facial, right? And they're, they're putting these creams on you and some, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, wine, like, uh, what do they call that? Merlot rub or a Cabernet yeah. rub. And it right, feels and then, good, right? And then, oh, they massage your neck and head, man. Yeah. I'm like, man, what have I been doing? What have I been? Doing? <laughs> but it's important to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I I take pride in that because if mm-hmm. I can't take care of this right here, this vehicle that I'm in, my spirit is in. Yeah. I can't take care of anything else or help the world. So I believe in that. So your question is, does looks matter? Well, I, I like, you know, look. I, by the way, I, I'm bald head, right? I got mm-hmm. it up here. I take care of. my shave my head, but mm-hmm. I go to the gym. Okay. Six times a week. I watch what I eat.
0: Okay.
1: I hydrate and, re- and and drink a lot of water because I know I need to take care of this vessel. Right. And so that comes out. And after a while of being consistent with it, confidence comes from it. And it also shows through by what you said, look the part. Yeah. And so absolutely, if if you don't look like you take care of yourself, how the hell is anybody going to listen to you sure. and feel that confident in your services?
0: true i love it i love it cool so i i i got one last question for you cuz now you got to run um access of all of my all of my guests here and it simply goes like this they see you they love what you're saying um they love what you're doing that they, they 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 want to they have similar interests similar goals similar paths maybe maybe, maybe even similar um storyline um and they want to do what you do can you give them a few either uh, bits of instruction to push them forward to
1: be an authority in this space? Absolutely. So first of all, you have to commit and take action immediately on something. It doesn't even have to be a big thing. It could be something little. Think about anything you could think of. What's one thing that you can move closer to what you want to do? And this doesn't just go for what I do. It's, it's for what anything you want to do. What's mm-hmm. one thing that you can do and then do another thing and build upon that. That's the first thing that you got to make sure you do. Secondly is getting known. How the heck, this is a question I asked myself, how can I get known globally? Mm. I was taking all this time trying to focus on in the mortgage business, getting known by local realtors in our mo- local market, thinking way too small. Yeah. Now we can't do loans all over the globe, home loans, right? But I'm like, if I can get known globally, I can. the local market takes care of itself. So- mm that's the other thing to start obsessing on getting known and figuring out ways to get known. And you know that I, I work with people that want to do these kind of things. And I teach them the step-by-step process. Hey, you got to get known. How are you going to do it? Okay. Here's the steps to do that, but getting known and out of obscurity. So people know who you are and they can do business with you. And then from there, it's just consistency. There's a book called the compound effect. And it talks about the fact that the more you do things in a consistent basis, it starts to compound. And before you know it, it's such a big snowball that it can't be stopped. And so you have, I think a lot of it is mindset as well. Besides action and committing, it's, it's a mindset of, I want to get known. I'm going to be obsessed about it. And things start happening when you commit magical.
0: All right. That's great stuff, man. It's great stuff. So I, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking one last question and then you got to go, yeah, no, go ahead. because it is election day, <laughs> election day. Um, how should I, how should I word this? It is important, but how important should it be for someone's path to success? Or uh, I'm, I'm not sure. That that's, I'm warning it the wrong way, but you know, what I'm saying how important should it be for for a true entrepreneur? How about that?
1: What the like the who who becomes president? Yeah.
0: Um, or or your yeah your your time invested in, in all of this. I'm um, paying
1: attention to it and all that. So yeah. for, for me, if you turn the TV off, if you turn the TV off and focused on your business and everything you need to do in your business, you're going to be successful no matter what happens, <laughs> period. <laughs> right. And I, that's what I put a story up the other day on Instagram. I said, look, guys, big, big election results coming big week for the country. Right? No matter who you're for, Trump, Biden, who gets elected, guess what? C-Rock is still going to be here. <laughs> and I'm still here with the decision I need to make, whether I'm going to be successful or not. Right. Of course, are we going to pay a little bit more taxes or less taxes with one or the other? Yeah, so. it's going to, but, but at the end of the day, you still need to grow and do what you need to do to be successful no matter what. So hmm. you see a shirt I'm wearing that says control the future. Hmm. I don't want anybody else to control my future. I don't hmm. want to be a puppet on strings. I want to be the puppet master of my life. So that's what I decided in my mind. And that's what I recommend that you do the same. Awesome.
0: So tell people now, where they can see you or get your book after the show. We so him.
1: Mike C-Rock with no K, Mike Crock, in other words, dot .com, forward slash book, com forward slash book. And if you go there or on Instagram, guys, you can engage with me. I'll, I answer my DMs. I have a great following there. And that is at Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y, Mikey C-Rock, C-R-O-C. And I look forward to engaging with you guys there. And, Brian, thank you so much, man. It's I love oh, talking been, to you. Great it's show, It's been man. great,
0: man. It's been great. Thank you. Everybody, go to the com. And join that list. i got some incredible video video series going out to join join that list and build your platform, your authority platform, and you'll be good to go. Um,
1: and that is all I have. Unless you got anything else before we get out of here? Nah, go man. Ahead. Just turn all setbacks into Rocket Fuel and go get the book, Rocket Fuel. I promise I will not let you down with this book. It'll change your life. Awesome. We're out of here, guys. Thank you so much. And I will see you next on the next episode of The
2: Authority Project. We're out. Peace. <laughs> And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an uh aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember it's your authority, build it, share it, and they will come until next time.